This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So we've talked about it a bit, uh, and we've all seen the stories, um, increasing COVID cases uh, in different parts of the country. Dr. Tam in Ottawa saying last week that parts of Canada have indeed entered a sixth wave, if you can believe it. I, I thought it was the fifth, but I guess it's the sixth. Uh, but we've had our provincial officials addressing the situation uh, as recently as last week, noting, yes, we are seeing some more COVID cases, but Dr. Hinshaw, Jason Copping, the health minister, and Jason Kenney, the premier, have all said at this point um, hospitals seem to be okay. That was at least in their most recent comments. So let's find out from somebody who is in those hospitals. We're going to chat with Dr. Shazma Mathani, uh, who's an emergency room physician at the Royal Alec Installery Children's Hospitals. Uh, Dr. Mathani, thanks so much for your time. Always nice to chat. You too. Good morning, Shay. So w- what are you seeing? Just give us that usual update that you bring us from the front lines in your ERs. What are you seeing as we go along here? I am seeing things very, very busy. Um, There's definitely an increase in COVID patients that we're seeing, but that's in the background of a very high volume of lots of people coming in with, uh, with other illnesses and other concerns. So, that added pressure we're definitely feeling right now. Yeah, I mean, we keep hearing about um, the other thing. Are you talking about things that people maybe had put off? Or is there, I mean, I know a lot of people who have been sick over the last couple of weeks, but didn't have COVID. There seems to be something else going there. Maybe, I don't know if it's a flu or whatever the case is, but is there something else going on right now? So a couple of things. Uh, yes, people have been Um, avoiding coming into hospital during the pandemic and we're definitely seeing the consequences of that and that uh, increase in just patient volume with other issues that they have left untreated or unmanaged. The other thing that we're seeing is just yes general other viral conditions especially in the pediatric population um, as those protections like like masking in schools have been dropped we're seeing a big rise in just general infections. Um, However the caveat with that is It's important to recognize that even when you do have COVID, sometimes the rapid test or often the rapid test can be falsely negative for several days before turning positive. So there there could be other viruses and there are other viruses, but it also could be COVID. And we're certainly seeing that as well. I mean, I had COVID myself and it took three days for my test to turn, my rapid test to turn positive, even when I was symptomatic. Um, when the other thing that the premier was mentioning, yes, we're seeing more cases, we're seeing increases in cases, we understand that, but uh, as far as he knows, and he's been told, the variant causes much less illness, so the pressure isn't as bad on hospitals. Has it changed, like if you went back to two years ago when you started seeing COVID cases arriving in the ER to where you are now, the population's changed, the virus has changed, has the way they present changed? Is it different now? Yes, it is, and I think uh, that's reasons why it's different one yes as the variants have emerged they tend to be more uh, or less severe let's say Um, however we are still seeing quite severe disease in unvaccinated people especially unvaccinated adults and certain populations like pregnant patients for example we are seeing very severe illness still in the un or under vaccinated patients even with uh, omicron or ba2 which is becoming uh, more predominant. So it has changed, but there are still things that can be done to decrease the severity of illness. And 
because the, the, the variant is much more transmissible and we're seeing much higher rates of infection among the general population, similar to what we've talked about last time, a small percent of a big number is still a significant yep. number in the hospitals. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, like you say, different things can be done. Uh, we hear a lot about Paxlovid and whether people can get it or not. Does it change the way you treat people when they arrive? I mean, is it is it something you have on hand? Are people getting access to this drug? People are getting access to this drug. Um, I know that in different pockets of Alberta, it's a bit more challenging. Um, you do need to have a PCR test in order to have access to it. So that can be a barrier or a challenge as well. Um, but I certainly am changing the way that I that I frame my history, uh, my history and physical exam with patients. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best—it's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line—it's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI—it's possible. Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Because the, the criteria for Paxlovid has expanded, thankfully. And so I am certainly keeping that in the back of my mind with every patient that I see to, to kind of assess whether they meet any of the criteria for it and could benefit from it. So, Dr. Mathani, just give us your assessment. Where are we? We hear from the officials that, yes, we're seeing rising cases, but the hospitals are coping. They're not feeling intense pressure because of this. Where, where, how would you rate this in terms of where we stand as a healthcare system? I mean, we're not back at the crisis levels, obviously, but pressure starting to mount a little bit here? I would say that we're definitely in a sixth wave, and I would say that the hospitals are not okay. Um, being there on the front lines, both on the pediatric side and on the adult side in emergency in particular, our wait times are, have increased dramatically. Our waiting rooms are getting much more full. Patients are waiting longer to be seen. And my concern is always that when patients are waiting longer, that we potentially could have bad outcomes. So again, I mean, the emergency department is, is, is there for you. We're, 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 if you need us, we're there. But my concern is that that added pressure could start having um, sure. some negative consequences. Yeah, of course. Um, hey, the, the, the real reason I wanted to bring you on, well, two reasons. I really wanted to get the update from inside the ER, but I also noticed you on Twitter and on social media this week, or last week, uh, talking about something that seems like a very cool, I, I guess we can call it an education project, right? I mean, tell me about Shift Perspectives. What is this? Yeah, so it's kind of an exciting thing that I, I think I kind of came up with the idea as I was falling asleep one night, and I thought, you know, I have this following that I've, gained on Twitter throughout the course of the pandemic. So why not use that following to try to educate the public on different topics that are important, um, just from a general health standpoint, from uh, kind of the perspective of keeping people out of the emergency department and helping them um, manage their health at home or, or giving them a sense of when it's important to come into the emergency department for very common situations. And so I've done a few episodes so far. It's certainly a learning curve. Uh, it's different than what I've been doing on social media before, but I'm hoping um, that it continues to 
um, to gain followers, to to gain interest, and and I'm hoping that we'll we'll kind of see how things go. But it's kind of a fun project um, to to really get that education out there, as you said. So when you talk about common things that uh, or common questions or common situations that you encounter, what kind of things are you talking about? What will you be tackling? For sure. So my first episode was on fever and kids, uh, which had a very uh, good response. Something as a parent that we see all the time. Uh, the second one was on nosebleeds. Um, so that's, again, something we see in the emergency department all the time yeah. uh, that can typically be managed at home. Other topics that I'm planning on doing this week, I'm going to talk about the stomach flu. Um, I have a whole list in my phone of kind of different suggestions that people have given me. So lots of things on the go and lots of lots of good ideas. Is it primarily about kids? No, it's going to be adults and pediatrics because that really reflects what I'm seeing um, in my work. And so I want it to be very applicable to the general population. What a great idea. I mean, just sharing that kind of insight. And I think, you know, we we all have so many questions, right? And the worst thing to do is run to the internet. We've all done it. Um, <laughs> so if you've got an actual doc saying, okay, this is this is the deal with your nosebleed and here's how to handle it, it's a lot better than running to Dr. Google, right? Yeah, I mean, run to Dr. Mathani on Twitter instead. I'm, I'm happy to answer the questions. And if there are any, like, topic suggestions, or, or I do have kind of a Q&A at the end of every week as well that I address. So if there are any questions that come up, I'm happy to, to address them just to, again, benefit everybody. Uh, Dr. Mathani, we always run to you uh, for updates and insight, and uh, very thankful that you spend a few minutes with, every, with us every now and then. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. That is Dr. Shazma Mathani, who's an emergency room physician at the Royal Alec and the Stollery Hospitals in Edmonton. Now, if you want to get in on this shift perspectives thing, it's pretty cool. It's a great idea. Um, her Twitter handle is at Shazma, S-H-A-Z-M-A, Mithani. M-I-T-H-A-N-I, Dr. Shazma Mathani. And uh, yeah, she's just going to give you updates.